Facebook, you've probably heard me rant about Facebook before. It is a dominating force in our society right now. And in my mind, largely negative. Um, so now that we've gone through the election cycle, we can have an opportunity to take a look at how Facebook and specifically Facebook advertising factored into that, how parties used it. So we're going to have a discussion about that now with David Mackay, who is National Observer's Deputy Managing Editor, also an instructor, uh, Professor. Uh, David, thank you for joining us today. I appreciate your time. You're welcome. Glad okay. to be here. So let's talk about Facebook and advertising and how it all fit into the federal election campaign. What kind of work did you do? What kind of analysis um, did you guys take part in? What were you looking for? Well, essentially, um, you know, up until uh, the point that we started really digging into it, um, the, the, the typical Facebook stories were who spent the most and whatnot. Um, and you can find that out just by going to the ad library, um, and, and the information is there. But we wanted to uh, go a little bit deeper than that. And so what we did was we began mining the data to find out how the micro-targeting was happening. So, for example, what were the messages? Mm-hmm. Um, what age groups were they being targeted at? And, and, and probably more importantly, what regions of the country were being, were, you know, were, were being targeted? And, and it turned a- out that, 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 that the big battleground um, provinces, uh, Ontario, Quebec, B.C., they, they tended to be the places where a lot of these ads were sent. And, and David, that's the thing about Facebook, right? In a lot of cases, I mean, if a, if a political party in the old days ran a radio ad or a TV ad, that was just broadcasting, literally, mm-hmm. to anybody available. But with Facebook, they can tailor this and target very specific demographics. Oh, absolutely. So if you take a look at the age groups, right, you've got, you've got 18 to 24, you've got 34 to, 24 to 35, and in 10, 10 year increments, right up to 65 plus. So say, for example, they want to, um, you know, like the conservatives, for example, you'll be talking about Aaron O'Toole's future in the, um, in, in, in the coming minutes. But, you know, say the conservatives, if they want to talk about the economy, because the conservatives were seen as, as being very strong on the economy, they tended to target older age groups and not younger age groups. If you take a look at the NDP and the Liberals, they tended to, uh, with with their messages such as climate change, they tended to target the younger age groups, especially the NDP, targeting those 18 to 24 year olds with uh, messages about the environment. So you're right. When you talk about Facebook and and the ability to send ads, you can micro-target. You can send to specific people in specific regions, and for those who know much more about advertising than me, uh, they say that that's the magic, and that's where really where the future This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9, with available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults, with zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute, and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Well, yeah, it can almost be personal in a sense, really. I mean, you can, you can focus it down to one person if you wanted to. I mean, it, it can be extremely niche. You could, you could. And, and, and you can have different messages for different regions of the country and different yeah. age groups, you know. And, and so that's the real magic. And, you know, all you have to do is take a look at uh, Facebook's, um, um, you know, financial filings to understand that they make billions of dollars uh, from these advertising. Um, and really, when you look at the 
political advertising, it is a fraction of the advertising that's that, that that's done. And and for those who might not be familiar about it, um, Facebook maintains an ad library. This goes back to 2019. They were mandated to do so. Uh, they're one of the only um, media uh, social media platforms that does this. Um, you know, for example, Google decided against it. Um, and so under a bill that was passed back in 2019, uh, Facebook uh, had had endeavored to keep this library. So it goes all the way back to 2019. And so what we were able to do is we were able to uh, group the ads by topic, right? So mm-hmm. no surprise, the NDP and the Liberals, uh, they really hammered home climate change. The Conservatives, for their part, really hammered home the um, the. Um, the economy, right? right? And interestingly enough, the the the, the frantic uh, last home stretch of the pen of of the of of the election, really after the TVA debate, you saw all of a sudden the conservatives and the NDP enter the fray, and the number one topic uh, on Facebook was the election. You know, i.e. why are we having this election yeah. in the first place? Waste of time, that kind of thing, and that because it was. You know, maybe the Conservatives and the NDP felt that that was really resonating with Canadians, um, that they, a lot of Canadians, uh, had a, had a certain hostility to the idea of having an election during a pandemic, which, um, you know, jurisdictions like, um, Alberta are really feeling right now. So they really, you know, probably felt that that message was hammered, hammered home. And, you know, when we did that analysis and we saw what was happening on Facebook, it was just, Amazing! You could just see you just you, you just see the um, you know the data and the color and so on on the graphs, and it was just it was uh, quite a sight to see. And the debates were sort of the inflection point. That's where things Absolutely. really started in earnest. Because, because we figured we figured that after the debate, that's when you know posters are telling you that people started to pay attention to the election, right? And yeah. that's when all of a sudden the parties started spending a lot of money on ads. And, you know, all of this stuff really started to kick in. And you could see that, uh, you know, all of a sudden on radio and television and, you know, you may have noticed more ads yourself, you mm-hmm. know, and, and print ads and so on, full-page print ads. And nowhere was this more apparent than on Facebook. And you really saw an uptick after those debates. And it really was a phenomenal thing to see. And obviously that speaks to how nimble Facebook can be right. It, 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 in terms Absolutely. of not, there's not a lot of production involved. If you don't want to have a lot of production, you can just send out those targeted messages to the people you want to reach very, very quickly. Absolutely, and what and what the parties do, and what any advertiser does is they tell Facebook, they say, "Look, you know, this is our message, and this is who we want to." This is who we want to target. Now, there's no guarantee that the people who the political parties want to target will actually end up seeing those messages. Right. Right. Um, You know, so it's very, uh, on the part of the political parties, for example, it's aspirational. But it doesn't mean to say that those people will end up seeing it. But from our analysis, we we could tell that a lot of the age groups that the political parties were targeting actually saw the ads, which is quite something phenomenal it really is yeah it really is what i mean you can't underestimate what a powerful force facebook is in almost everything but especially politics it really is powerful and it really um you know allows the 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 political parties to get their messaging out their messaging out rather and what will be really interesting now that we are in a post-election period is okay what kind of messaging will there be not only from political parties but what kind of messaging will there be uh, around vaccination yeah um uh, around public health issues 
uh, around climate change, right? Because, you know, just because we're emerging from an election, um, you know, the ads aren't going to go away. Oh, no. If anything, they are going to intensify for sure. Yeah, no doubt about it. Fascinating discussion. Thank you so much, David. I appreciate your time. You're quite welcome. It was lots of fun. Thank you very much. That's David Mackay, who is the Deputy Managing Editor of National Observer, you know, digging a little bit into that whole Facebook phenomenon.